welcome back to Start Your Business with Sarah Klein. My name is Sarah Klein herself, (laughs) and I am your business coach and host. Today, we are talking about attracting your ideal client, which I received a great question about in last week's podcast slash Instagram live recording. And it really inspired me to put together this episode because I know this is a hot topic in the online entrepreneur business world. Before we get started, I just want to ask, how you doing? How is it over there where you are? Hello to all of you guys joining live, and thank you for sending me hearts. I love seeing them. (laughs) It is a gorgeous, gorgeous rainy day here in Austin, Texas, and I grew up in Southern California where I constantly wished for rain, like literally. (laughs) I, I remember I was just age zero to 18, constantly being so bored of perfect blue sky. So for those of you who can imagine that, every time I see rain I and I'm in a rainy day, I just feel so happy. Um, and, you know, I just, it makes me think back to my days when I was Harry Potter obsessed as a kid. And who am I kidding? I'm still Harry Potter obsessed as an adult. You know, something about the rain just like brings up fantasy feelings and, you know, just makes you kind of start to daydream and let your mind wander. And I remember when I was working in corporate and when even a little bit last year in my business, I would often use like movie soundtracks and fantasy books and fiction books and stories to almost like escape um to escape to somewhere that was not my life and now like you know that cliche when they say oh like you know you're you're where you're supposed to be when your awake time feels just as good as your dream your dreaming time I feel like that is totally my life now I mean (laughs) I, it's amazing. I have actually noticed like a decline in the amount of like escapist indulging activities I do. Um, and I just want, I'm just sharing this with you because I want to offer that this is possible for you too. And the rainy day just got me thinking all about that. You know, you have a business, you're building the life you want and you like you should be so proud of yourself because you are going to be that person who like me and like so many other folks I know your awake time is going to be just as good as your dreaming time if it is not already so just wanted to start us off with that okay let's hop in to the main podcast slash live episode all about attracting your ideal clients first of all What is ideal client attraction? This is a phrase that gets thrown around a lot in the online business owner world. And I'm just going to offer that it is strategically marketing to the clients or the customers that you want to work with so that they come to you. So that is the premise of what ideal client attraction is, and this is how I see most first-year entrepreneurs approach ideal client attraction. First of all, they think that it is completely the end-all, be-all essential to run their business. They're like, okay, 
ideal client attraction. That is how I have to do it. I have to magnetize. I have to attract my best favorite people to work with. That's what they're thinking. And then the way that they go about doing that is, one, they spend a lot of time and energy trying to decide who their ideal client is. And then they spend a lot of time and energy researching what that person wants and what that person likes and everything and everything about that person. You know, you may even have yourself, if this is you, you may have like an ideal client persona board somewhere in your workspace or in a journal that you forgot about five months ago. (laughs) Okay, so number two that I see a lot of first-year entrepreneurs do when they're trying to attract their ideal clients is they think about what their ideal client would like. They think about what their ideal client would find funny, would find entertaining, words and phrases and um, aesthetics that really call out to them. And then they focus on emphasizing those in their marketing. So this is you if you're always thinking about like, okay, well, I know my ideal client is probably a woman in her 20s. So what would a woman in her 20s find funny? What's an inside joke that I could, you know, what's a pop culture reference that I could share in a reel or what? how can I entertain her? So yeah, in summary to all that, um, you spend a lot of time thinking about what will be funny or entertaining or what your ideal client will like. And then the third thing that I see a lot of first-year entrepreneurs doing when it comes to attracting their ideal client is they try to magnetize their Instagram through their Instagram bio and through their grid aesthetic. So they think a lot about, okay, what's my visual branding? Okay, what's like a one snappy one-liner that I can put into my Instagram bio that's going to make my ideal client go, oh my gosh, that's so me. That's totally it. I have to buy from this person. So I want you to just think, take a moment, if this is you, <laughs> listen, if it's you, ain't no shame, because this is how, like this What I just described is the mainstream accepted way for how like a lot, a lot of business and entrepreneurship trainings and courses are teaching ideal client attraction and the best way to market for a first year entrepreneur. So if this is you, like, you know, ain't no shame because this is what a lot of this, that's probably what you've been taught. Um, but if you're here and you're listening to this episode, you may be, you're probably doing these things and it's not working. <laughs> and by it's not working, I mean you've been at it for a while and it has not produced the income or the customers that you want. And that was me too, because y'all, I did these three things as well over and over again. Um, for multiple businesses. And I will say that, you know, I think to date, my favorite business that I've been in thus far has been Brand Cake. Um, You know, this is my fourth business. But, you know, there were definitely ups and downs in the past ones that I've had and the past ones that I've ran. And I do think that now, like with this business, I know a much more effective, more fun, more delightful, less stressful way of thinking about connecting with my customers and marketing to them. So let's break that down. I'm going to share with you um, how I think about quote unquote ideal client attraction. And listen, like what I'm telling you 
it has worked for me. It works for my clients. Literally this month, it has worked for me to the tune of having a $30,000 income month. So yeah, you heard that right. $30,000. comma zero zero zero. So I'm not just pulling this out of my butt, y'all. I'm like the stuff that I'm going to be teaching you about ideal client attraction. It, it works. Okay. And the way I'm going to teach it to you is I'm going to kind of we're going to go one by one through the most you know the three things the common things that I see folks doing to attract their ideal clients and we're going to go one by one and kind of break them down and myth bust a little bit you ready okay because I totally am all right (laughs) let's okay myth bust number one regarding spending lots of careful time researching and deciding who your ideal client is, listen up right now. Your ideal client is who you were a year ago. That's it. That's it. Stop searching, stop researching. Your ideal client is you who you were a year ago. So some things to note about this. First of all, I don't mean who you were a year ago demographically. Like, I don't want you to be like, okay, well, a year ago I was single, so my ideal client is single. A year ago I was living in Dallas, so my ideal client lives in, check, Dallas. No. When we're thinking about your ideal client, I want you to think about psychology only. Demographics are completely irrelevant. I remember when I first started Brand Cake and I was working with my, a coach at the time who was amazing. And I was like, okay, I think my ideal client is women, ages, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, wait, Sarah, are you saying that you just would not work with a man? And I really thought about it and I was like, no, of course I would work with a man. I will, in your first year of business, I want you to work with whoever you can help. Work with whoever you can help. You are going to get more specific around your niche and who you like to work with, excuse me, who you like to work with and who you can help create the best results for. Now listen closely, as you work with more people, before you have worked with people and before you have lots of experience under your belt, I want you to be working with anybody and everybody who you can help no matter their gender, no matter their age, no matter where they live. And the way you're going to do that is if you focus primarily on psychology over demographics. And I know that it is, I know that some editor at Harvard Business Review is like rolling over in their grave right now because I know I've heard it too. Everybody's like, you are not your ideal customer. You are not your customer. Don't make assumptions. And you know what? Those people, in my opinion, have clearly never started a business from scratch because you have to start somewhere and you can waste a lot of time going down the rabbit hole of trying to understand a person who's very far away from you and removed from you. Or you can just start with, okay, I like I would say nine out of 10 people start a business because they themselves have personally experienced a problem or a situation that they want to offer a solution for. So even in your brain, when you first started your business, you were your ideal customer. So keep going with that. Your ideal customer is you a year ago. And don't overthink it, no matter what the editors at Harvard Business Review say. (laughs) Okay, 
so oh yeah and another thing on this topic because I know a lot of you may be thinking like oh wait but what if you know what if my problems and my situation a year ago were totally unique to me I hate to break it to you but the good and bad news is you are not a magical one-off unicorn Like, I know that sometimes we as humans like to think that our situations and problems are one in a million. And, like, it's kind of not. Luckily, luckily, like, thank goodness for the sake of the ideal client conversation. Like, that is not true. Chances are, if you, you know, if you were experiencing, you know, hardship a year ago around trying to get your house clean when you wanted it to be clean chances are there are lots of other people who were going through the same thing you were so you can you know trust that your experience is also what other folks are experiencing too okay myth bust number two regarding thinking that um you need to find what your ideal client will find entertaining or funny in order to attract them in order to share those entertaining and funny things in your marketing to bring your ideal client to you listen if you're listening to this podcast slash live my guess is you're probably not like an actor and you're probably not an influencer and it's not your job to entertain It's not your job to entertain. I know that's what everybody else is not saying. (laughs) I know that a lot of other, um, you know, folks will talk about, hey, listen, like, you got to do something funny. You got to do something entertaining to attract their attention and keep it. But I'm going to offer an alternative perspective here. And I'm going to say, okay, the only thing relevant about your ideal client when you're thinking about them is the talk track playing in their head. So what do I mean by that? I mean, like, if you think about yourself a year ago, what were the things you were thinking in your brain about your life and the situations you were facing and the things you would want? Like, literally, if we were to put a recording device in your brain and hear the words, you know, so, for example, for me, I know before I started Brand Cake, when I had a hiatus between my last business and before starting brand cake a track talk in my head that I was always playing was is it worth it to even go all in on my career or should I just go back to starting a business like I was constantly torn between corporate career and business corporate career and business so that was that that is probably playing in the talk track of my ideal client's head they're torn between their career and their business their career and their business and they're swirling back and forth around that so Tune into the talk track in your ideal client's head, and then all you have to do in your marketing is give solutions, give relief to that talk track. You don't have to entertain. You don't have to make some hilarious joke. You don't have to do some crazy Instagram reels slash TikTok dance routine. Woo, thank goodness, right? We can all breathe a sigh of relief. Of course, if that sounds fun to you, please do it. But you don't have to do that. The only thing that really is going to be most effective in attracting clients to you is tuning into their talk track in their brain and then offering solutions and relief to the talk track in their brain through your marketing. That's it. That is going to draw more people to you than jokes, 
than dances and then entertaining pop culture references. Because people are going to trust that you can help solve their problems. People are going to trust that you know what you're talking about and they're going to want to engage with you more. Even if you can't see them at first, even if that quote-unquote engagement is just them silently reading what you are saying or watching what you're saying without tapping any heart icon, without doing any sort of thing that you can see, people are going to start tuning in if you start giving them value. And by value, I mean something useful for them, something they can take and apply into their own life something they can take and apply into their own world. So you don't need songs and dance. You just need talk track and solutions. Okay. Myth bust number three. Regarding magnetizing your Instagram bio and aesthetic, um, uh, this is very similar to myth bust number two. Remember, only thing that matters is talk track in your ideal client's brain, aka who you were a year ago, and then offering solutions to that talk track. Now you tell me, does aesthetic matter for that? No, it does not. Aesthetic does not matter for that. People will, and trust me, I invite all of you to go look at my own Instagram profile right now, and I encourage you to scroll. I encourage you to scroll and look at my evolution from when I first started this business and cared a lot about aesthetic and quote-unquote attracting through my aesthetic compared to now. My grid aesthetic is very off the cuff on the moment, just whatever I want to share, and I'm making more money now and helping more people at the highest level I ever have. So... Yeah, aesthetic does not matter. The talk track in your ideal client's head plus solutions trumps everything. And regarding the link in bio, writing a magnetic link in bio one-liner, I recorded a reel about this. I forget if it was a reel or a whole on Instagram live about this a while ago, and it, it's, it's, it's very relevant to this. The point of... I think the point of coming up with a one-liner that describes what you do is not to just have a magical one-liner that you can pull out at any moment. The point is for you to hone your skills in articulating what you do clearly and being able to do that for whoever is in front of you. So don't just have one magic one-liner magnetic bio. I want you to be able to get in front of any human and come up with a one off one liner for them like seriously every time I meet somebody every time I'm interacting with somebody either in person or online I listen to where they're at as a business owner and then when I introduce myself I introduce myself in a way that's relevant for them so it changes almost every time I introduce myself so don't sweat Don't put so much sweat into like what's your perfect one-liner magnetic Instagram bio because like, listen, the truth is it just does not matter. It does not matter. Okay. Now, so those were kind of our three myth busts around ideal client attraction and how I've actually done ideal client attraction in a way that has really like created a lot of success and joy for me. This is the most important thing. Why do you want to magnetize and attract ideal customers? Like, this is a real question, and I really want you to think about it. 
Why do you want to magnetize and attract your ideal customers? And is it truly necessary? Here's what I've seen, both in my own experience and through working with like tons of small business owners and entrepreneurs out there. When I see folks so attached to ideal client attraction, it's because they have some fears or feelings about actually going to their people. It's like they want people to come to them because they don't want to go and meet people to engage with them and ask if they can help. You know, maybe you think that, excuse me, you don't want to be salesy. Maybe you think that um, it's going to be really exhausting and you don't have time to go out and meet people because you're also trying to balance a job. Maybe it's, um, uh oh, I hope my podcast is still, okay, good, it's still going. Phew. Yeah, maybe you think it's going to be too tiring to go out and meet people. And maybe you're just worried that it's going to be like awkward or you're like, listen, I'm introverted and I'm not so good at meeting people. But guys, I'm telling you the fastest way to grow your customer base and income as a business owner in your first one to I would say one to two years of business is going to be thinking about who you were one year ago. Remember, that's your ideal client. It's who you were a year ago. Thinking about where that person hangs out, both online and offline in the real world. And then going to those spaces and meeting people in them, engaging with them, offering them help as the business owner and expert that you are. Talking to them, offering them more through getting on a call with you, through working with you, helping them, building relationships. Like this is not salesy. I, I mean, I think I've done podcast. I think I've done a podcast episode about this in the past. Um, it's um, what's it called? Um, like, I think it's like how to sell if you think you're not good at sales or something like that. But the point is, in your first, I would say, two years of business, either two years of business or up until your first 200k year in income, do not be waiting for people to just magically come to you. Do not be waiting for your social media to just magnetize and attract people to you. You need to get out there and go to your people and meet them and talk with them, build relationships with them and help them. Okay, so that was today's episode, y'all, all about attracting your ideal client, how I've done it, myth busting some ways that I know from my own past experience have just not worked for me and I've seen it not work for other people. So I hope you enjoyed it. This is going to be available on my podcast on Tuesday for those of you who are here on live with me. And of course, listen, the way that I teach marketing is tailored to an entrepreneur, a small business owner in their first year of business. I know what it's like to start literally from zero. Okay, y'all? My Instagram account, I just hit a thousand followers. I feel so like influential (laughs) because I started my Instagram account from literally zero. I know what it's like to start building your income from the point of zero dollars. And the way that I teach marketing and the way that I teach selling and delivery is tailored for that person. It's tailored for you, the person in your first year of business who's building it all from scratch. And frankly, like, 
you're probably overcomplicating it and I help you simplify in a way that's going to help you make the money you want. I still have discovery calls open in May. So you should definitely get in my calendar to learn about working with me because y'all think about it. If we start working together in May, I work with my clients for six months at a time. You will be making the money you want to be making in your business for this year. Well, at least on track to be making it, you know, by December. I mean, by November. Five plus six, November. That's November. Six months to the money that you want to be making in your business. Starting in May, you're going to be there by November. I mean, hello, come on. Like, let's all jump in that pool, am I right? So to get that discovery call with me, you can head to either the episode description, if you're a podcast listener, to my link in bio, if you are here with me on Instagram Live, or if you just want the URL, it's calendly.com slash brandcake slash consult. That's calendly.com slash brandcake slash consult. Okay? Thank you all so much for joining me, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye!